0: Guilty, guilty, guilty. That's the verdict unanimous from a jury in Minneapolis against former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin found guilty on two charges of murder and one charge of manslaughter uh, in the death of George Floyd last May. Uh, And, of course, a lot of people anticipating that verdict. It uh, was 10 hours of deliberation. What does that mean for our community moving forward? Uh, Not just in Minneapolis, but here in Springfield and across the country. To the WMAY morning news feed, uh, always enjoyed connecting with Teresa Haley from the NAACP, not just here in Springfield, but also the Illinois uh, Conference president. Teresa, thanks for taking time with us, and let's get your reaction here uh, to the guilty verdict handed down after 10 hours of deliberation.
1: Well, guilty. Today was a good day or yesterday was a good day um, throughout the United States. You know, guilty was the verdict. And I always say justice was delayed but not denied. But we don't have full justice yet. We still have a lot of work that needs to be done.
0: What is some of those uh, major issues that you think uh, uh, have led to what's uh, seemingly an increased number of police-involved deaths of uh, minorities, uh, and uh, how do we address those things?
1: We just have a few bad apples throughout the police department. There are a lot of great police officers doing great things throughout the country, but like anyone, if you have a bad apple, it can ruin it for you. So we just need to weed out those bad apples. We need some type of police reform. I believe that we need to give our police chiefs more authority. When they see a police officer acting bad, he or she needs to be able to fire that police officer and then let them work and fight to get their job back and not the other way around. Because especially if a life is lost, you can never bring back a George Floyd, a Breonna Taylor, and so on. The names go on and on.
0: Teresa Haley with us from the NAACP on the WMAY morning news feed. Uh, We're going to feature a lot of, you were last night at the city council meeting, so with the council roundup, uh, there's a lot to cover there uh, with the NAACP addressing the council. But uh, one thing they did address is the uh, the 10 shared principles at the NAACP. Uh, connected with the Illinois Chiefs of Police on. Uh, these principles, we'll, we'll talk about that next hour also on the council roundup, but I think it's important to discuss that here in the context of the outcome of uh, uh, the Derek Chauvin trial. Uh, and these were uh, things that you guys actually brought together several years ago uh, to, to discuss and to get people on board with, and you've had a lot of success even at last night's Springfield City Council meeting. Uh, what are some of the major points that this uh, these ten principles are?
1: Well, some of the major points is to value every life. We want all police officers, when they pull over to individuals, to realize that that's someone's husband, that's someone's son, someone's brother. That is a human being, and we want to hold everyone's life at the highest value possible. Um, The other thing, we want all persons to be treated equally and fairly with dignity and respect. We want police officers to use more de-escalation when it comes to handling a situation. We don't want them to just jump out of their car like they're at the Wild Wild West and just have a shootout. We want them to de-escalate the situation um, whenever possible. We want them to reject discrimination towards any person. Yes, we have our likes and dislikes, and sometimes we don't understand why we don't like a person. And breaking down those barriers, we're able to start doing that through communication. The purpose of the 10 principles was to build relationships between the black community and the police departments because we see so much tragedy playing out before our eyes. And this has been going on for hundreds of years.
0: Teresa Teresa Haley with us uh, from the NAACP. Uh, When we talk about some of the things that have led to, uh, you know, the the interaction of uh, the law enforcement officers uh, and and multiple people. I mean, it's not just George Floyd. You had what the Eric Gardner case out of Chicago or not Chicago, but uh, out of uh, New New York York. where he was selling loose cigarettes, Uh, you know that's that's a nonviolent, non-violent offense. Uh, passing somebody a counterfeit dollar is a nonviolent offense. Uh, somebody ingesting drugs themselves is a nonviolent offense. Uh, is that part of this equation? Is that part of a culture change that we need to have with law enforcement to uh, maybe approach those types of things, nonviolent offenses, in a different fashion?
1: Absolutely. That is part of building trust and rebuilding trust in communities as well. So some of the things that we want, we want that accountability. We want that procedural justice. We want the transparency that we've always had. Where did it go? Why aren't we reacting honestly? So we want to change the past, but if you don't know your past, you're bound to repeat it. And I think body cameras have done a great thing with helping us expose what's happening when black communities um, complain the most about police departments and what we're seeing happening around the country in terms of the murders that we are seeing play out before us. And I think if that body camera wouldn't have been there in terms of the George Floyd situation, we might've had a different verdict.
0: Teresa, uh, we've seen, of course, not just what happened in Minneapolis uh, and just 10 miles down the road uh, with uh, Dante Wright uh, in Minneapolis, but uh, even up in Chicago, a 13 year old uh, shot and killed by a police officer Uh, And, you know, there's debate on whether, you know, when he dropped a gun or if that gun was his and whatnot. But uh, we still have this this ongoing issue, uh, even up in Chicago. Uh, What's different from, say, Chicago and what's happened here in Springfield? Uh, Because we haven't seen uh, the level of uh, that type of, uh, uh, you know, uh, police involved uh, fatalities uh, that uh, that may have been experienced in other parts of the country.
1: I think what's happening what's different here in Springfield is Springfield is the home of the 1908 race riots. And after the Michael Brown situation, we called together an emergency town hall meeting to say not in our town. And we had police chiefs from around the state and other states to come in and have an open and honest dialogue. And that's what led to the 10 shared principles. What can we do, again, as a community to break down the barriers, to build trust, And just make sure that everyone at the end of the day goes home safe. The other thing that happened in Springfield is with Kenny Winslow, our police chief, people took this seriously. And when the officers responded to one of the recent shootings, they actually de-escalated the situation. A young guy shot and killed a couple of people, and they found that young man with a gun in his hand. They could have shot him. They could have killed him. But instead... They talked it down and talked that gun out of his hand, and now he's sitting in jail, but that's another life not lost. So we don't have that blood on our hands here in the city of Springfield, especially since we started with the 10 principles.
0: Teresa Haley, NAACP Illinois Conference President uh, and uh, the Director here in the Springfield area. Always appreciate you taking time with us. And you're actually going to be featured quite a bit on the Council Roundup next, uh, where uh, they discussed uh, spending caps for the mayor, and they also touch on the uh, 10 principles here. Uh, so uh, people are going to be hearing your voice more next hour as well. Greatly appreciate you taking the time. We'll connect again soon, okay?
1: You're welcome. Have a great morning. You bye too. bye.